Welcome to Meaningful Desire. In this episode, I speak with my friend Moritz Kirkman-Hood, who is in Munich, Germany at the time of recording. We have a long discussion on how our psychological perception of time perhaps is what causes the separation of this thing we call the shadow and that being in the eternal present may be the way out of this predicament. Enjoy. We get it right this time. <laughs> it didn't work last time. The quality is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So, how's things, man? Yeah, really good. Really good. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm like I'm like I'm sort of like I'm sort of like on the lower bit of the um of the flow like just like digesting a little mm. bit sort of like but in a good way you know like i'm mm. i'm actually i'm actually pretty connected to my to my down and like i enjoy the woo, the going up and going down it's like i'm not so much afraid of the coming down experience anymore mm. yeah what was your experience before and when coming down Prior to this state of, uh, were you less comfortable with the down in the past? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, like I, you know, like I used to, um, I used to have like I used to have a lot of issues with depression in the past. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was pretty severe actually, um, to the point where like I was like seeking out medical help and stuff but that was like before my like journeying into um more self-awareness and um mm -hmm. i always went in with um like i was alcohol addicted for a long time mm -hmm. so those two went hand in hand you know mm -hmm. and, um, and i think like like throughout my path eventually it would be more like I would notice like my my discomfort of going down and mm. um, and that would last for a really long time, so it was like well real for a few years it was like looking to find ways to go up or come up or stay up, but um never really never really like letting the down just be there and mm. um, sit with it, you know and I think like when I, when I, um, I ran out of juice at some point, like massively, like it was like, it was a mix of burnout, a very early midlife crisis and like a, um, like a questioning of like, like having lost any like, um, meaning to life, you know, like sort of like a mixture of that. And, um, it's been so draining at that point that eventually I was just be like, you know, forcing myself to get out of bed for long periods of time and then hitting that point where I was just like, I have nothing to get up for. Mm. Like I, don't, I don't feel I want to get up for anything. And then I was just like, hit the point where I was just like, well, why don't you just stay in bed? You know, and, mm. and that, was, that was setting off. Like it was kind of like the first time where I sort of found um permission for myself to 
to go with what is rather than to try becoming something that I would like it to be, you know, mm. and, and that made a difference for me. Made a huge mm. difference. Is that the main thing that helped you change or did, did you do other stuff? Like, I don't know if it's 12 steps programs big in Germany or not really? I was in London at that time. Ah, London. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, I would say I was, before that I was doing stuff. I was, um, I was, I was oming a lot and I mm. was doing, um, step work a lot, but, um, those, those things are great, um, for themselves, but actually like, for example, the benefits of OM, I actually now rather experience the benefits of them than back then. Like, mm. it wasn't quite mm. the thing that I, that I needed in that part. Like, mm. um, you know, like the serving others and or like feeling the other person. It was more like I had lost touch with feeling myself, actually. And so mm. I had to go rather inwards. And so... After that, it was more like I was also I was meditating like a like a crazy person at that point. <laughs> like how many hours like a day or it was like I think it was at times it was like up to seven hours a day. So you're just in your room sitting, eyes closed and wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I was I was really hoping to mm. find something um mm. different you know like i was just not happy mm. Mm -hmm. and um so it's just like all right like i feel like i've tried everything and um i feel like i've listened to so many people and nothing helped mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i'm just going to sit here and and see you know like like mm -hmm. there was, was a curious aspect in myself that was just like you know what happens when I um, when I stop doing, <laughs> and I think that led eventually to that. And then when I hit that point where it was a um, it was actually almost like a purging. Like I stopped listening to um, spiritual teacher outside. Um, I stopped most of my practices at that point, like the ones that are just like, like, you know, like you wake up and you're like, you gotta have an ohm and you gotta do your yoga and you gotta do this and you gotta, and like, I just stopped, you know, mm -hmm. I just, it's just like, no, nothing. Like I will just, um, like if my body says it's depressed, it wants to, it wants to not get out of bed. I'm going to do that. I'm going to stop chat, like trying to, mm. have myself into a better state because I was just it was always like hitting the better state but then I knew it's just it's just a time thing that eventually I drop off and I will be exactly where I was before and um, yeah it made a huge difference and I think part of this is like really turned into my my personal like like I've, I think I've never stopped listening in that way you know to myself mm. Yeah. yeah. Process of befriending, befriending my, 
my down and accepting whatever comes towards me, like whatever, like I feel weak. All right, let's feel weak. I feel confused. All right, let's feel confused. You know, just staying with each, um, which each moment and which each experience as it is without shaming myself for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of, there were a few times in my life I went into Zen, Zen techniques. And only recently, I've started listening to Osho tapes where he just talked and he talked about this and Zen and how the beauty of Zen. And when I was learning Zen, it's like awareness. I said, why, why is awareness powerful? But now I realize being in that, like this moment and nothing else, there's something really powerful about that. It's like one of, one of the things that Osho said is, how can you fail if there's no goal? <laughs> it's like why would like feeling bad that's part of the totality why is it bad you know why is the down bad if it's part of the totality and right. and you know you're already there you just need to wake up so there's, there's nothing you need to you're already part of the if god is the totality you're already in it you just need to wake up that you're in it there's nothing special thing to do there's no special knowledge there's no yeah that's why they said in in he compared it to the Indian tradition, the Hindu, where you have to do a lots of hard yoga. And he compared it to the Tao way of the Wu way, the doing by not doing, and then the sudden enlightenment. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you cannot get it in this life. You have to wait several lives, you know. Whereas with Zen, it can happen just like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that, I think this, you know, here, maybe this is, this is an, it's interesting. I wrote about this this morning. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> All of, of having the idea of another life. Mm. I think I like, I think it's a, it's an idea, you know, it's a belief. Like there's, there's different traditions. There's like, there's Christianity, which are like, like sort of believing in the resurrection, like Jesus, for example. But then there's also the heaven and hell aspect or like the afterlife aspect. And I think a lot of religions have that kind of thing. And it's mm. like in all of the Indian traditions, there's like the, um, the next life. Uh, uh, reincarnation. Yeah. Reincarnation aspect. Yeah. Right? And I'm getting more and more to a place where I, or what it means I'll get more and more. I, I actually, I reject that. I reject that idea all of those ideas because honestly if i think if i have this if i have this very subtle belief inside me that like there will be next life yeah or i will reincarnate or i will be doing something in this life in order to enlighten next life there's a i'm i'm it's a back door i think yeah it's an excuse oh i don't need to do much this life <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to be with what is I don't have to think about like like if you remove those ideas you know and you really just like you confront yourself with the with the potential fact that all you're getting is this life and actually this moment this moment because everything else is a that, thought yeah 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 <laughs> there, there, that's where you that's where you eventually get to it's like yeah. you even just getting just this life you're not even getting your tomorrow anymore you're not getting your later anymore
Yeah. Then, then I think there's something else that happens where it's like, like for a moment it gets a little bit creepy, a little silent, you know, you just like, there's nothing, you know, like <laughs> there's nothing else I'm, I'm getting. And then you're like, well, oh, fuck, you know, and maybe your greed kicks in in that moment. It's like, I gotta have everything or whatever. But I think even that is okay, you know, like, like really then you have to be confronted with your greed. You have to be confronted with all the things that you haven't actually experienced yet that you cannot, like when you ask yourself, like, is that, are you okay going like this tomorrow? Like it's over tomorrow. Like, are you okay with that? And like, hell no, there's stuff, <laughs> but there's passion coming out of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that kind of, I, I love that kind of passion because like, I, I personally, I don't want to, I don't want to even hang out with people that are always just in a tomorrow thought, you know? Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's, it's an idea. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, I was reflecting on this and, you know, that cliche saying now or never. It's actually yeah. true. It's literally true. Either you do it now or it's never because until you do it in the present, it's never happening. And there's also, uh, yeah. you take away the element of becoming. It's yeah, not yeah. something like, I will work on myself and then I will become. It's like, no, yeah. bullshit. You're not becoming anything. You only are right now. And so then, you know, like, then I'm really like, all right. So actually, <laughs> I'm just afraid to really, really, really be myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it holds it, your whole being together. Yeah, and it's yeah this this no mind thing. As as the more I was into it, practicing it, the more strange it becomes. You know, like because like suddenly I'm seeing things in a new way. It's so weird. Like my friend was telling me, "How come you're navigating weird today?" I was in the car because I was in. I'm not relying on old patterns. <laughs> So I'm relearning everything in a weird kind of way. It's exciting, yeah. but also it's a bit freaky because I can't rely on old structures if, if we actually practice being in the present. And now I discovered new things like, oh, wow, this is new. I never tried. Yeah. Yeah. The same is also with the, I think the, the concept of God, you know, like just to stretch this a little bit more. Into yeah, this. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The concept of God, you know, like is 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 to me rather similar too. You know, like I think I don't want to offend anybody here, but just thinking, like, really going into your personal concept of God and weeding weeding out all those things that are actually just images that have been given down through tradition, you know, like yeah, yeah. God is a white man with a beard or God is mm. like, even if honestly, even if it's a modern tradition, even if it's like, it's the goddess or it's the feminine or it's this or that, you know, like to a certain degree, like being aware that it's concepts that I may actually have, uh, turn into a belief that makes me think that something external 
is going to make my life become better or make or rescue me from anything or will eventually keep me safe you know and like like getting rid of getting rid of that completely i think it opens a new um a new door to a different kind of awareness you know that then like there may or may not be an experience that is um that is godly right are you still here hello i think it will it will uh, catch up right <laughs> yeah the um, internet will catch up that is more that is more godly right but it is more more direct it's very much more direct yeah i would add to that maybe we could take it a bit further it's also belief so in my personal practice i've stopped belief and disbelief are the same thing so if if you believe in something and then this the theist and atheist they're, they're altogether just take it out of belief just experience things because belief also makes it, makes it experience dead because to be something you have to see it from the outside that you're no longer in it right i care what you're doing right now in front of me you know what i mean like because once you start doing belief you're already out of the relationship you're you're like outsourcing yourself to this idea in you know, all these images because that's what belief is i think that if you look at if we look at the original before before the roman the roman catholic church was created you know the original hebrew and islamic beliefs there's no image of god you can't even say the name of god because once you say it it's already not god because how can you say the totality i think that was the original idea of it is that if you're in the totality you can't even speak of it because it's much it's so big that you just have to be humble and be in it not that pretend to know it you know yeah. i think right. we've lost that because everyone wants to know what is the truth the cup you know the <laughs> what is it you believe <laughs> right yeah and i, I like lately I'm, i'm in in that area what i'm experiencing is that this yeah so like one can read this up in the bible or something like oh don't give make an image of me or blah 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 all of that kind of stuff and then it turns into again it turns into this rule that's somewhere externally written mm mm Mm. it's again about some external entity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like when i now as you speak it's like you call it space mm. as in something external mm. right like something that you describe that's external and see the thing is like what i'm experiencing at the moment is um i have to use an example mm. oh it's it's too hard to describe it mm. it's like i'm going i'm going out yeah i sit in the park and i'm looking at a tree 
and like you look and you remove everything that you know about the tree mm. from your awareness including the including how you've seen it yesterday mm. and and then i and then when you look the there is a certain vibrancy to it mm. And I feel the tree, not just by seeing it, but when you really, really experience the tree, mm, mm, it's mm. almost like you're not looking with your eyes anymore, but your whole body perceives the tree. Mm, mm, mm. And when I see like, even this, even this, what I'm doing right now is rather dangerous for this state it's a state mm. the moment i describe it or the moment i say wow this is an amazing experience i i create sort of a um a very subtle snapshot mm. of that moment and next time maybe a day later i go back to the tree and what i do is I'm trying to experience the tree in the same way I have done on the day before. Yeah. And that repetition is what clouds my vision. It clouds me from being with the thing and, and suddenly all I see is the projected idea from the tree that I have created yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it makes my environment like it makes the the environment stays looking the same, but it's just a tiny bit more dull. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the the light of reality doesn't shine through it anymore. It's like looking at a photograph. You can you can you need an external light source to make it be light, but the real thing doesn't need an external light source because it is sort of uh, emanating itself it's like it's like yeah it's like making a picture of the sun when you look at the picture there's no light coming out of it but looking at the real sun it's like it has its brilliance yeah and i've also been exploring into fundamental physics lately and even the space and time is being questioned it's it's uh, one book I read. It's, it's just a user interface to something that we, don't, we haven't seen yet. We only see space and time because we evolved to see it as, as, as mammals that we are. But the reality is much more complex, like some animals. Like we see this spectrum of light. Like the, the, we don't see ultra, ultraviolet, infrared, but some animals see that. So the view of the same reality is different than what we see. And so that the reality is much, much more complex that it's almost impossible for us to, it will, or it takes a lot of effort to get out of, to see behind the user interface of our conditioning. Because we, we see reality like this in order to survive in the world. So that's why we see things and we move objects because that's how we get food, how we survive the elements. But it's not the 
no one knows yet. And then there's several theories about that. This quantum physics is all waves. And, and then there's this guy, um, Eric Weinstein, is having this multi-dimension things that created, you know, and then people are complaining, it's too many dimensions. But then he said, how about taste? Like we complain that this- How would you complain about it? Now, because they say, wow, because they always think in three dimensions and three plus one, so three dimensions of space and then plus one time. But, and to go beyond that, some people are saying, no, no, some people are stuck into that model. But then if you look at the dimension of taste, there's a lot of, um, complexity in there because we're just so visual even in the way we call like the enlightenment it's all about visuality so sometimes it's, it's best to try other senses like touch because right. most of our metaphors i think is like visual and spatial like i stand behind you you like and it's always like and it's more like oh, i see this i see this i see what you're saying so it's as I feel, you know. It's only when we do a lot of this body work that we like. I, I've noticed my vocabulary change. I see, I say more. I feel this instead of I see or it feels. It's a bit, it feels a bit scratchy, you know. Like we learn from all that. We instead of saying, "Oh, that's bad" or "That's wrong," it's more like it feels. Describe the sensation. Yeah, in in really neutral terms. Yeah. Right. And there's a. I think there's a there's a there's something happening when we go from sensation into conceptualizing it into words. Mm -hmm. And I, like, for just for a moment, I want to say that like, you know, like. I think it's important for me to know why we're discussing this because mm. I am I'm not interested in discussing things like this, like in a way of like, you know, like you go on the internet and there's like so much like there's so much like spiritual literature and all of that stuff, and eventually what it becomes is like it just becomes a uh, feeding your intellect with like abstract mm. concepts because there's like intellectual masturbation kind of thing, yeah. Sort of like this, it gives yeah. us pleasure, right? Mm. And um, I think that's a that's one step that really needs to be taken serious because then it doesn't really have a meaning. Mm. Like for me, the reason why I've gotten into these things was because I was I was suffering to a degree that mm -hmm. I, you know, like it was like, it was like considering suicide or like really like finding something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it comes, the suffering comes about because there is an end, you know, like I still, I still know this. Like when I, when my experience starts to become dull mm. and then the next step is I notice things start to repeat. Mm. Mm -hmm. and, and this is when my when my being starts to cave inwards and I become I, I like I'm not happy anymore you know like it's not about happiness but it's just like uh I it doesn't I, I don't feel alive right like alive. I don't feel alive anymore yeah. that's a good one mm -hmm. and and um and I become really de 
like existential in that place and it's it's dangerous actually for me no <clears throat> like these days i have more capacity to just like be inside that and watch it and actually <clears throat> even like have certain pleasure aspects in my life that I consciously choose. And I know that they take a toll on my uh, energetic bank account, that they will lead me into a certain repetition, that they lead me in certain attachments. And I go into them with a lot of awareness, you know, mm. but, um, but for me, it's like, it's important that, every spiritual inquiry has its root in in reality in in my life yeah. and it, it's not just a it's not just a spiritual consumption yeah 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 to me i i look into this thing so that i can experiment to me it's a experience and experiment so and, and the reason i'm I went into fundamental physics. I want to see, understand, or get a, a, a taste of the, of the generator functions. You know, like, like when, you know, like when I kind of read, read about DNA and epigenetics, it's just like, whoa, it opened a lot of things in, and I can start experimenting with what I eat and, if I step on the soil, if I get some, you know, I, I, it's not like, I think what, what you're talking about in, in the internet is people already have the answers and then they're just trying to convince everyone. It's not a genuine inquiry that I think I'm more interested in the questions than the, than the actual right answer, because there's no right answer, because even if you get the right answer at this moment, the moment can change, you know, it's, it's always changing, right? Yeah, I think there's no answer actually at all, but there's a, there's a certain, uh, there's a certain, we I said that word last time, there's an order, there's an order to things, there's an order to how my mind works, for example, and if I, it's, it's not, it's not like, you, you can actually talk about it, it's just yeah. on actual thing at the end you don't you don't get to describe it because the minute as you said the minute you describe it it is already past but you can describe a certain you can describe a certain order but it's always because the mind is sort of like it's this image making machine yeah, yeah, yeah it takes these snapshots and then we live inside the snapshots because they give us this like the sense of repetition gives us a certain certainty safety yeah so i can describe the dead snapshots and that that helps to make myself free of them yeah that's why i like you know some people think that math this math is precise it's but if you look at it it's full of paradoxes like you know the number pi it never ends it never repeats it's like what what the hell is that how come it just keeps on going on? It's, there's no end to it. How is that so precise and certain, right? <laughs> and that's just a ratio. You mentioned time, right? Yeah. You mentioned time before, and I think that I think the if you want, if you want, we can go a little bit into that because I think time. Okay. Is something that I find incredibly interesting, and. Um, 
And there is actually something that is very earthbound, not just abstractly, like it's not just like the physicist who can just like, who can give us a law or something about this because they have their big machine where they shoot atoms or whatever. But I think the same stuff that physicists describe in their, through their complex year long researches, I think a lot of it you can actually um, observe very simply for yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's space, space and time, right? Like it's, it's even Einstein makes a, makes, uh, makes a relationship between those two. Mm-hmm. And I think there is, there's actually in our, in our minds, in our perception. Yeah. I, to me, the mind is perception. And so if I perceive the world around me, then I am the world around me. My mind is just what I perceive nothing else. I mean, except if I have thoughts or concepts mix, mix into the whole thing, but a thought is a repetition. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. something I've memorized, right? Yeah, and also there's a lot of things that keep us alive that's unconscious. Like, like right now, there's things happening with my blood, with my hormones that I'm not conscious of but it's actually what's keeping you alive, you know? And we, we were just discussing stuff in this neocortex way, right? And there's a, it's a whole heap of, it's like the tip of the iceberg, right? The whole, this bottom layer, all this processes happening. Like, I'm digesting the food well, I ate, yeah. Sure, but the same way there's, there's these kind of, like, let's call them physical, chemical processes, right? Like my mm. body, my body is having a multitude of like physical and chemical processes. I'm not an expert on those. Yeah. And we're not, but they are there. Aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's a lot of implicit, implicit things in everything. Yeah. The same happens in a tree, right? Like the tree is having its own metabolism, throwing the leaves off, like yeah. new ones, like pulling the liquid in when it gets winter, like stuff. And like the that. roots yeah, with the mycelium given my background (laughs) but so like what in order for my for my uh perception to be able to perceive this world this body has to function yeah if it stops functioning i don't know what then yeah i just don't know what then yeah right now it appears like that's necessary but the same goes for the trees around me right? Like, like if they stop functioning, then this body will soon fu- stop functioning too. <laughs> yeah. They, they call it the whole thing is, yeah. And going back to time, I'm still reading this, but provisionally, like when Newton made his laws of physics, you know, the inertia and that gravity and, and that, oh, that's, it's his equations can run backwards. So there's no time at all in, in that Newtonian physics. Time is right. it's irrelevant. It's just mass times acceleration. There's no... Yeah, but like, do you... But then... Have you, but then have, you questioned, have you questioned it for yourself? That's, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but then... But then... Time comes in in terms of entropy. 
you know, it time happens because we see things changing order. You know what I mean? Like we see, it's like, it's a, in a way it's a bit like statistics. Like it's easier for me to drop this cup and it will break. Then I don't see broken pieces of, of uh, this forming back. There's something about that, that once we change something to a more disorderly, more chaotic state, it's really hard to, so time is a bit like that. Like um, we seem but to- why do, I say time to, why do I say time to that? Hmm? Why do I say time to that? Yeah, because time has that arrow, right? If there was no. no direction, there'll be no time, right? You can just go back. Yeah, but that's, so who, who applies the arrow? I do, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I see it like, like, in a way we cheat, or I cheat time because like my body's changing all the time, but I kind of keep the same shape until, yeah. until I can't anymore. So that's how I see time is, is like the change. Because if, if without the limitation of time, I should be able to just revert to what happened yesterday, but I can't. So there's something about that. That's just well, a feeling I, I have. I think, I, think that is, I think that's an illusion that you don't change shape. I think if you would really look, you would notice a difference every day. Yeah, but it seems, what I'm saying is going back. Like if I want to be a baby again, there's something I can't do right now. It changes, but yeah. like how, to what direction or what, you see that this is the thing. We think there's a direction to change. Yeah, like to death. We're all, I'm, I'm always on the toward, running towards death. We haven't solved that yet. You know what I, mean? I, I don't know. I actually don't know. I think that there is a, I think death is something very different to what we actually think it is. Yeah, I mean, no matter what it is, there's like, um, maybe not death. I'm heading towards non-existent, let's say. Hmm? You're heading towards non I don't even know that. I don't even know I that. I think it's sure. There's a, there's a point in the future I will cease to exist. I think that's sure for me. There could be another life after that as a different form of energy, but, no, but see, this, now, this now, particular form will end. Now same thing. Mm -hmm. Now we're coming in the, like, I, like, after this, I might come into another life. Or not. Or, yeah, or, or I come into non-existence. That's what I'm is, saying. Yeah, but even that, even this, like, just, just observe it for a second. Because yeah. even, even that is a form of afterlife, the non-existence. Yeah, we address a certain experience to that. Okay, so maybe... I this, feel, wait, 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 just for a second. Mm. Because this experience is a pro very subtly projected idea. But I don't really know. I, I don't really know, and no one has ever come back, yeah? No one has ever like said, this is like, this. I cannot actually 100% put my finger on a fact there. Oh, but one thing I could be sure of is like okay. my grandparents died. They're no longer here. 
I've, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen that. I saw that. And then yes. there was a time I was interacting with them, and now there's a time they're gone. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know, like, except from watching the watching the change, right? Like the change is this person. Now the change is this person does not move. Now the change is this person it disintegrates. Yeah, so I think that's time for me. The change like that—that's irre irreversible. But where, but where I go, that this is that—that that is not. You cannot take it out of that. You can only, you can only project the idea of where you go. You can maybe say, "Oh, this person doesn't talk anymore, so this unintelligent aspect must have gone somewhere. Where did it go?" And then I have an idea: where did it go? I don't know where they went, but. They're surely not yeah. in front of me. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I'm sure of. Yeah. So that and that's what I'm. So this is where. Sorry, I'm leading a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. This is where I. This is where I. I think when I say I don't know, is where I get really interesting because. When I I want to stay just really with the fact, okay, for. for yeah, a yeah. Moment. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is, when I don't have an idea where it goes then all i am doing there's no time there's like i just want to say this thing that like we say we look at something change and i say it's time but it's not time it's change it's just ah, i just, get it yeah but, I, but the concept of time is something that I attach because I say, now I see this thing looks different to what I have, why I remember it looking, yeah. which is the past. So the remembering of what it has looked is already one aspect of time going backwards. Yeah. In my brain though. Yeah. 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 Memory. And then I say, and now because I know what was in the past, I predict what will be in the future. And that is, again, this prediction opens the time towards the future. And I say, this is a mere process of thought. It is the process of memory, collected memory, projected into the idea of tomorrow. Yeah, that's one part of it. Mm -hmm. But I think there's also the other part that when we can predict ex future eclipses and things like that, that's another. Do you know what I mean? Like, like next year there'll be an eclipse somewhere and it does sure. happen. Yeah, so there's, a, there's another aspect to it. It's not just that's purely, I mean, yeah. Yes, but I mean, sure. Yeah. This is, you can, you can, you can say like I, I'm I'm starting to like let go of this pendulum, and you you are able to predict where this thing goes. Yeah, where this thing will be. Yeah. Yeah. So so in a way, so in a way, the some most of it is just our thoughts and ideas. But at the same time, there's something out there that we can predict the order of at a certain degree. You can you can predict you can predict most of the time how matter moves yeah so that means but, there's something there it's not just but the thing that's is, in my imagination right no that's not in your imagination yeah, that's, that's yeah. but um 
what I, what I, what I'm, and this is what I'm trying to see, to weed out here is we take this prediction of matter and we take that into our psychological realm. Ah, yeah, they're different. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And so, because I think I can, I know, you know, like I, I look down something and I see a train move towards, like, of course, I can predict that this train will go from point A and will eventually probably become this, or I know that a flower will grow always the same way in a certain, in a certain way with minor differences. And it will go from a closed dandelion into this thing, the puff that flies away, right? Like that's something meta repeating itself. Same with like, I predict that I will be hungry in a couple of hours. It's like, I can predict these, these repetitions of matter that are processes that are already going. Mm. But why do I take the same principle and apply it in my mind saying, oh, I watched this thing, I watched this flower go towards death, right? Like this person, I've seen many, many people go there. Why do I take this psychologically a step further and say, and now I predict that this person is going into this place that's called eternity or space or to the angels or to, you know, and every, everybody throughout the whole world, every culture has creates this prediction and comes out with some kind of like there will be some different reality that these people are going to that is comforting me and i say this is comfort and it keeps it keeps me from really experiencing reality and i'm starting to live in a dream world and this dream world is harmful to me It can be, but sometimes, um, so I've had, I've done a lot of past life regression, both, uh, uh, doing it to a client and being a client. And some of it is useful. Maybe it has something to do with, um, like the collective unconscious possibly, but it was so real. The experience was so real and yeah. And just because something is not in matter doesn't mean it's not real like some of the most real stuff for me are just in my head which is uh i don't know if they were real lives but when i was in the experience it was so real it's like sometimes even more real than right now it's so weird like but dreams are real like when they're real yeah yeah and this is like it's that when I was undergoing regression, it wasn't someone was telling me about it. I was there, man. Like there was one image, I was there and I actually felt my, my arms break and I felt the ice and I felt I was dying. I was like, I was there. It's like, and I could smell the blood, you know, the, the metallic smell of blood. It's like, it's so, it's so real. It's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's that's the whole thing. It's like it's incredibly, it's incredibly real. It's very vivid. It's like yeah. wow. But then, but then I use that to help me gain more understanding of how I behave. Sometimes I'm behaving based on that, but then I wake up. That's not me anymore, or whatever. That yeah, but if you if you yeah. can use any if you can use anything to to predict your behavior. You can only predict behavior that has turned into a 
into conditioning. Yeah, it wasn't to predict. It wasn't to predict. It's more to feel like when I feel this thing here, is it really happening right now? Is it just something in the past that's been becoming alive again inside the psyche? So that's the whole point of the regression. How do you know that this is not memory that is actually just creating a wonderful hallucination? Yeah, but that was the point, is to realize that it's a hallucination. So yes. I'm no longer the abandoned child. I'm, I'm here now in Sydney and this is happening. So what I was feeling, maybe due to that, I have to be aware it's influencing me, but it's, not, it's no longer there. That was the whole yeah. It's weird, you, you go through all this to be free of it. It's interesting. But you can't, yeah, but I'm not really free of it. I just have to be aware of it. Yeah, yeah. But so, why do, why, do I go, why do I go into the past, right? Why do I go in the past and, um, and look around in the past in order to be free in the now? Isn't this, that process, right? In, in itself, the very process, like I go, I go back in my memories, which are a, like a saved snapshot from the past. And I'm trying to like figure something out there. And then I come back with a conclusion based on this past experience. And now I'm acting in a new way based on this conclusion. But this conclusion is ending on the past. So it is only again an iteration but it's not a conclusion it's not a conclusion because it's what? um it's not a conclusion that i come up with it's more of um these things are alive they're like complexes it's a bit like um i can't pretend that they're not there because they are it's a bit like the shadow my shadow my dark side and i can't pretend they're not there they are there yeah you know i mean these things from the past or wherever they are they're active inside me. They're just in my dark and I don't want to know about them, but I have to go there so I could see what's going on. Otherwise they'll blindside me. You know, sometimes I'll act. I don't know why am I acting like this? It's because of all this <laughs> behind the scenes. You know? <laughs> all right, all right. I, 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 follow, I follow you. How about this? Yeah. Then, tell, then, tell me, then tell me more about this, this shadow. I, I want to, I want to go in the opposite direction than you want to go. So I'm, I'm going to make a little shift here. And you tell me. Actually, that. I actually like that direction better. No, I did no, that. No, you know. because, I, because I tried now about five times. No, no, I know. And it's, it's okay. It's I like that, but I, 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 just, I just fold the other way. So the, you know what I mean? The folding the other side. <laughs> yeah, but let's, let, let, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We, can, yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. Will, we will eventually end up in the same place or anyway. But yeah. then let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the shadow. Mm. 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 Well, what is it? What is it you... Tell me about the shadow then. To me, these are the things that I don't want to see about me. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to see me as greedy, as violent, as can kill, can destroy. I don't want to see that. But they're there. <laughs> yeah. They're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I have to be conscious because otherwise I might act unconsciously and it's, it might be too late, you know? Yeah. Right. That's the only reason I did it. 
Yeah. So I so I go back. I'm trying to understand my like. I'm trying to like see what my greed and my like the shadow is the greed, the violence, and all of that that is like. Oh, yeah. Also the pains. It's not even going back because some of them are set in the future. It's it's not even. Yeah, maybe there's no direction to it. It's just oh, so happens. Yeah, to that there is a direction. Yeah, but it's not always the past because I've had episodes where I'm like in a fucking spaceship in the future when there are robots. That there was. Well, exist. those are. Yeah. Okay. So it's not always going back. It's you know it's. All right. So there's a confusion. No, it's not a confusion. It's like um. It's like I'm a consciousness, but the consciousness needs a body. Otherwise, it's so abstract. Like I'm, I need this to make sense of who am I. So in a way, maybe when I go to these states, it has to be in a certain form, certain time, well, context. Otherwise, it's just like a blob, you know? Yeah. But do you see the conflict then? It's like, it's like I'm a consciousness and I have a body, but at the same time, I am against the bodily desires that lead to greed and lead to violence. It's not that I'm against, I just need to see it. It's not like, if I was against it, I would suppress it. I, I will just lock it in a, in a like Pandora's box, you know? But that's why I, I don't lock it, I go into it. Yeah, but this going into it, it's like, I want to I wanna find common ground because I feel like we're actually not communicating right now with each other. Okay. This going into it, yeah? Mm -hmm. I've done it myself many, many times. Yeah, there's, there's something, it's like, let's say in a relationship, like I blow up my relationship over and over again. And eventually I'm like, Oh God, this is this pattern, this shadow, a part of myself that always gets me in the same trouble. Right. This is like, it's mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then, and then it brings up its all sorts of like, like self doubt, shame, like feeling somehow dark about myself that like, some aspect of me is not okay the way it is because it keeps blowing everything up, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, now I'm, I'm in this and now I'm like, I'm going to find out what this aspect is. I'm going to go like, I, maybe I do like, past life stuff or like I go into my karmic archive or whatever it is mm. yeah, and figure out what this is but isn't there the intention that I'm gonna weed that thing out because I'm saying oh I don't want this to affect me I don't want to end up again and be ashamed again be embarrassed again look again at myself what a terrible human I am isn't it a little bit like that for me not not like that it's uh, just to be aware of it. And to me, they don't disappear. They're always there. But it's a bit like um, realizing that there's a few conflicting things inside me. It's not a solitary thing. Because I used to think I was 
this conflict. Yeah, I used to think I was. Yeah, I was. I used to think I was this pure being. I was so good, you know. Right. And then I realized, oh fuck, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit in me too. Yeah. But that's okay. It doesn't mean I have to act it out. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Hmm. Why not? Well, I can act it out, but not in a way that will hurt other people. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But sure, I could indulge. I, I do indulge. <laughs> and I do indulge in like food and, you know, acquiring stuff. But then I'm aware, okay, I'm just doing this, but I can let go of it. And I do. And cycles. Mm -hmm. hmm. Where do we want to take this? Where do we want to take this? Got no plan. I just we're just conversing. So, mm. I feel, I though I yeah we're conversing. But I feel like we are rotating in, um, in a certain place. Do you feel that? Yeah, it's it's actually good. It's uh, we're uncovering the. I think we're going around the same thing. It's just coming from different parts of it. And I think there is a, there is a, so correct me, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's, let's see, let's, 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 let's try a little different approach. Don't like, let's not say no, not like mm -hmm. that or like agree with each other, but like, let's, let's see if we can, if we can look at it together and find a way that takes us a little deeper. Sure, yeah. Um, there's, there's clearly a, an aspect of the shadow. And by the way, it's funny because this is where we started with the whole thing. I was like talking about the ups and the downs, right? Like the down is definitely... Yeah, yeah. The down and the shadow, they are sort of like, I, I, I think they are, they go hand in hand. And there's a part of the shadow that I'm like, I'm trying to control. Right? Like even through my investigation, it's a form of like trying to be on top of it. Am I trying to control it? I think for me, it's just for me, it's more to to to, to see it. That's it. Not to. I don't think I can control it. Yeah. Okay. Don't dis don't disagree. Just say then then like okay. So you are you are trying to see your shadow. Yeah. It feels to me it's much bigger than me. It's not something I can control. That's how it feels to me. 
Mm -hmm. And what do you see? It's different every time, you know, like, but it's there, it's like this thing there. So maybe instead of controlling it, I want to have a relationship with it. You know what I mean? It's like when I have a relationship with people, I don't, I can't control people, but I want to be in a relationship with them. It's like this thing in, inside me, I want to have relationships with, it can be uh, inner child, whatever, but the, the conflicting, so that they, they're like, it's like a, it's like a village. <laughs> Find a way they can relate with each other. Yeah. Mm. And they express themselves in the present moment. Different times, yeah. I mean, not all at the same time. Like maybe that's hands up and downs. Like unless I have some kind of tool, all I all I can be in relationship with is what is like. Can I be in relationship with something that is in the past? I think that yeah. if that if it affects the present moment, right? Yeah, but does it? Does it does it does it affect the present moment, or is it that I read the past and then I? change the way I interact with the present moment. Yeah. That's still a relationship, right? I don't know. If it changes I, the way I, I interact, yeah. No, for, me, it, for me, actually not. Like, okay. I, but I wanna, I wanna go with what, I wanna go with what is. It's, for me, no, it's, that's not relationship. Okay. Mm. But I think then like, then like, we might want to establish between you and I, mm -hmm. what relationship means for you and for I and, and see whether there's a commonality for both of us. Because right now, mm -hmm. you're talking about the shadow, but the sh you say having a relationship with the shadow. But first of all, we don't, we're not talking about the same thing when we say relationship. Yeah, and also the shadow. And it's also hard because now we're relating here, right? And then yeah. we're talking about it, then it's already a thing. So when no, I'm, I, that's why that's why I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I wanna yeah, yeah. I wanna talk about it like like right here. That's why I'm I'm not so much interested in talking about the past because when I talk about when I talk with you about my past, then it's like then I'm just telling a story that you are actually separate from. Mm -hmm. But that keeps me from having a relationship with you besides that I will tell you and you listen. But that's, mm -hmm. just, that's just talking and listening. But it's not, really, it's not really an interactive process because I am then in charge of that memory and I have access to it and you can only read off me and like play a little bit the ball back. But that's about it. Yeah, so I guess that's where the difficulty is. Because unless I manifest the shadow right now, then we can talk about it, what is happening. Yeah. Yeah.
No, but yeah. I am, I am, as I'm talking to you, I am in touch with my shadow, for example. It's like, like as I'm talking, I am, I am like, I'm aware of the, of my, of my pattern that says like, I'm an arrogant dick and like many people have said so. If I continue in that direction, then the next person will think I'm arrogant or I'm somehow like. Ah, uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah. I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of stories about my shadow. Mm. But if you really, really, really are present with your shadow, you eventually like the story disappears and there is not, not there is actually no shadow. Okay. But this is goes a little bit further. There is no shadow separate from me. Mm. No, separate from. We say the shadow <laughs> there, over there. Right, right now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The shadow, the shadow to mm. me is something I have already disidentified from myself, parts of myself that I don't like, and I make them separate, and then I give them the label of this is my shadow. That's a, that's a, this is a deeper question, actually. Okay, is it What's possible? It? Is it possible? Because even you, you say, I'm in touch with my shadow right now. It's possible to do that without still pointing at it as a shadow. So I think that's where we're both getting to. No, you know, I, 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 I use, I mean, I, has to, I have to use language in order to communicate with you, okay? So, but it's, I'm like, again, I'm not saying the same as, with, as before about the, t about the time and the movement of matter. Yeah, I have to use language and language is always of the past, is always conditioning. Yeah, that was my point. Is it possible to talk about it without, yeah. without you have, detaching from it? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to inside. Yeah, you cannot, I cannot talk about it and it's the, it doesn't make it. It doesn't matter. That's why. That's why books is so hard to actually understand anything. That <laughs> the difference. The difference you gotta make is inside. Are you inside aware that you are your greed? And it's not. Oh, I'm greedy when and this part of me comes out. That's kind of like. It's that. Yeah. You. Were yeah. 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 Or it's is inside. It, yeah. It's inside. It's alive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or not even inside. It's me. Or is it that I'm, or is it that I'm saying, oh, I'm greedy when? Ah, I see. Yeah. yeah, means means I have to contort myself into when not. And then everything that is when, yeah, all these aspects that are like, oh, when this beautiful woman comes around, <laughs> and, <laughs> then I'm very sick, then I'm, then, I'm then I'm a sexist, yeah, I don't want to mm. be a sexist. Mm. So now I have to create the condition of myself that I will distance myself from women and so on and so on. Or can I be like, hey, I'm actually like, you know, like, let's talk about sexism. I'm a, sec I'm a sexist, yeah, there's uh, aspects of myself that are sexist. Um, and when a beautiful woman sits in the room with me, I'm having like, I'm having a gazillion of thoughts about sex. Yeah. 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 And then, but then I don't leave the room. 
Mm. I'm, not, I'm not like I'm separating myself from that experience. I'm just like, all right, I'm in the room. Yeah. And this I, is happening. This is happening. I'm clearly mm. aware mm. that like there's there, like I am sexist. I have sexistic thoughts. Yeah. And all I can think about is, is, is how to fuck her. Yeah. And I am connected to it. Yeah. And then I can talk with her about these things and everything I say will sort of like have a separation in it being like, yeah, I'm experiencing sexism, right? It's like me and the sexism somewhere else, but it's actually, no, it's like what I truly mean is I feel these things. And at the same time, there's also other aspects of myself that really want, you know, like when you see it, when you are it, you can connect beyond it. And it's, it's the same way when I'm undergoing the regression. The same feels weird. It's me that's been, that's happening at that particular time when I'm under that regression. So it's, and then it's where I learned to actually embodied in real time when I'm in not in the dream state when I'm in the physical world so that to me was the value of it because before I was trying not to separate from it but when I'm in the regression state I'm not separate from it it's happening while I'm on the floor you know it's so real that's why I say I keep saying it's so real because it was happening at the same time yeah so I guess in we're actually speaking of the same thing. It's just the language thing gets confused. Yeah. yeah. Confused. Yeah. The, the feeling gets confused because I'm not, obviously I'm not under regression right now. <laughs> because no, we're here, right? I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know what regression is. So in this mode, there's, there's me and then the client, the connector and the client. The client will just lie down and, and oh. the connector will touch spot. And then yeah. we'll just talk about what do you feel in the spot? Go into that. Can be, oh, I feel it's cold. All right. What kind of cold? Uh, it's, it's freezing. Okay, go, go deeper. And then something pops by just feeling a spot in the body. And all these things happen. Yeah. And then you get out of it. And then you just talk about it. And then that's it. And then yeah. you go on with your day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It kind of loosened me up. It, it, it kind of revealed sort of the matrix to me that a lot of these things are in, in constructs somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, as, as if it's not, if it doesn't become something where it's like, I'm going in in order to heal this. I don't know. Most of the things I experienced were, I didn't even know they were there. <laughs> it was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? But anyway, I mean, I agreed to do this. I might as well continue and see what's there. Yeah, but I think this is this is the trap that a lot of people are 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 in. And like, yeah, you know, like whenever I say this, this is obviously always a little bit like talking down. But that's anyway. You know, I experience it that way. I experience I experience a lot of meditation these days as an escape. Yeah, you know, like I, I go. I go into a certain state where I feel like I'm opening this thing. Yeah. And then I hope 
that I will clear it out. And I yeah, think yeah. That, that's a that's a form of delusion, you know. I understand what you're saying. Like when someone asks, when I when I'm just chatting randomly with people, and I bring this up, the first thing most people say is, "Oh, can I do it? I can understand if I'm connected to my current lover in my past life." No, it's not like that. It's not that. It's not like, oh, I'm having difficulties with my boyfriend because in the past life we did this each other. No, it doesn't work like that. It's not like right. some, some novel. I don't know. Most people have that idea. Yeah. Right. And I think it, you know, like it it's only leads you to, to conceptually maybe understand what's happening then. Yeah. yeah I intellectually understand it. Yeah. And then I counteract it. And I think then this counteraction it's exactly the same, just the like, just like you said before, yeah. Believing or disbelieving yeah. is the same thing. It's like acting and counteracting is the same thing too, right? But like when I'm actually when I'm really present with my shadow, okay, I call it like this, yeah. I don't think there is a shadow, yeah. The yeah, same yeah. way I think there is an outside and an inside, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we always say like, oh, turn towards the inside there's no inside like there's no, the outside is the inside it's the same same thing for me at least yeah and and when you're fully present yeah 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 when, when i am yeah 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 because there's no separation there's yeah. no separation between what i am seeing and what i am because when that happens yeah let's say i'm in a and i like i take this like I take this really serious, you know, this kind of stuff, yeah. because it's the same when I look at the news or when I look at the global political situation. Yeah. It's not like I, I, I don't say anymore. Oh man, this world is in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because what that does to me is it is the, yeah, exactly. It is creating a separation between me and the world. And then I am the sufferer of the world. Yeah, I am the one who's then feeling all full of sorrow. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, life is so beautiful, but if this world would not be this terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're in the world. <laughs> You're... <laughs> I'm, I'm in the world and I have created this world. Yeah, yeah. Whether, that's, whether that's through the very actions that I have like done in my own lifetime or that I contribute to every day, like by the products I choose, by the way I work with my garbage, by the way I travel around, by the way I speak to people, you know, like, like there's like, I'm utterly respectless at certain times, you know? And like, do I know this? And I'm not saying this in order to be like, oh, and now I'll never be respectless anymore. No, it's just like, it just makes me aware and it makes me actually the creator of my own experience when I know I'm a fucking asshole and I can actually not need to separate myself from that asshole over there. Yeah, yeah. Then I can actually have compassion and not as in compassion as in I am better than you. And yeah, I'm sympathy. It's more like sympathy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, that asshole over there is just the same fucking asshole like I am and I can actually have a conversation with that person. Yeah, I agree. I not fiction, that. Yeah. Not fiction, but just like, you know, and there's this different thing coming out of that because then when you really talk with people uh, like from who you are, not from who you would like to be or 
how you would like to change the experience to be portrayed as like this, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you, you suddenly like your perception of the thing changes. And that is what to me makes a difference. Yeah. Like I, I made this experiment in Facebook like recently or it's been going on for a while now. I only post about what I experienced. I never tell people what they should experience. So when I always post about, I am thinking like this. I am, yeah. And then people will still contradict as if it's a third thing, but I'm just speaking for myself. I don't know what's happening with it. <laughs> you know I mean? People still want to make it like a thing, but to me, I don't know. You could, here, be having, you could be having the self-office experience. I don't, I'm just speaking about what's going on here. And yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's there's interesting. A, there's some magic that happens in that spot because yeah. it's like, yeah, just to like refer to actually where we have just been. It's like, I really, most of the time I have an agenda and I want to go in a certain direction. Yeah. And then eventually, eventually I bump up against resistance. Yeah, I say like, oh, this person has resistance. <laughs> yeah, most coaches are like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I think there's, there's magic in like, not saying this is your resistance or this is my resistance. Yeah. I'm referring back to this tree and the body. Yeah. It's like, my consciousness really likes this body, really likes the yeah. experience of Moritz. Yeah, that's why I am attached to that experience. But who says that I am not actually just a consciousness observing a situation? And Moritz is the repetition that has been going on for the longest of time. Mm, mm, mm. So that's why I usually identify with this one because it gives my consciousness certain kind of like safety i build up my identity based on this person moritz but actually yeah when i am right now with you and i am just inside this experience of you and the laptop and my flat and then there's a bit of australia bubble around you you know like <laughs> <laughs> then my my awareness widens and then it's not like oh you have resistance but it's like there is resistance and this, like, I might want to jump to this conclusive idea that I have, but actually the situation rather needs something different. Like the life situation we are in wants me to go a different direction, not yeah. in the concluded direction that I have, which is based on my memory. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, to me, the... Which again is the aspect of time. Coming uh, in. Well, as you were saying that the visceral experience to me was like dancing. When I'm really dancing, I don't recognize, am I separate from the dance? You know what I mean? Like I move and I, I've been videoing myself dancing and then I watch myself after and it's like, how did I do that? You know what I mean? Because when I was doing it, it was just happening. And then I watched the past. Oh, I didn't know I was doing that. but. Sometimes you're no longer separate from the thing, you know? Like, right. It's just happening so fast. Huh? But when I was doing it, I thought I was slow. But when I look at the video, it's actually fast. What was that? 
it's, it's so weird. Maybe it's that, like, uh, when you're really dancing, you kind of melt in the, and you can feel the resistance, but I don't know where it is anymore. It's in the, in the soup of the interaction. Right. And there's no more time, you know, like, sure, we're moving around, but there's no, there's no time because you're not in that moment. You are not, if you really want to dance, yeah. you can't, you can't be thinking about where you're going to be in two seconds. Yeah. And I think really time is a measurement, right? Yeah. The way we look at it and, and we only measure things to be useful for certain things, but we don't need to measure everything all the time. I think that's one of the, yeah, one of the things that's fucking up the world is we try to measure everything <laughs> too much. Me. The world's me. Yeah. Yeah, we try. I myself have been having less of that, but there's still a lot of it that it's hard to, Maybe it's not the time yet. Maybe there'll come a time when we have less of these things. But at least I'm doing what I can to. Yeah, but see, this is this is exactly this is exactly what I mean. Maybe there will be a time where there's less of this. I and guess then, it's. No, no, what? Just for a second. I just want to. I just want to point this out because it's so important. This is the essence of the whole thing that I'm trying to convey it's like i say the world yeah the world outside of me and maybe there is a time where there's less of this meaning sometime in the future yeah this is this is this is the very thing yeah that makes me powerless it is not the world out there the world is me and it is not, it's not tomorrow, but it is the way and the way I am right now. And when I, when I come to a conclusion, right, you came, to a, you came to a marvelous insight that was, oh, time is measurement. And this measurement fucks everything up. It is so true. Because the minute I am in measurement, I'm not in relationship with you anymore. Mm. Yeah. But I am in a, yeah, I measure you against the yesterday you. Yeah, or something else. Some something ideal, else. yeah, ideal human or whatever. Yeah. Let's say my wife, okay? The conflict between two partners, yeah, me and my wife, is always when I have an idea who she's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. acts different to that. Not different as in her idea. She is just her thing. Mm. She's just she is actually her own nature. Yeah. My my wife, yeah, my wife's nature is her. Mm. Mm. My idea about her is not her. It's just yeah. I, I create it. <laughs> just like the table's nature is to be the table. Yeah. If I expect mm. the table to be a chair, it's not going to be accurate. So I measure it. I, me I'm, I use these measurements, these like experiences, how she has been yesterday, 
like she has been very lovely to me she made me a cake or like i don't know suck my dick whatever yeah and <laughs> now i'm like now i have this idea that she should be like this yeah and now today she's all depressed and i'm like hey why are you depressed don't be depressed <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, it's my measurement that fucks things up. And now look, yeah, for just for a second, we can blow this up on a, on a global scale. If everybody on this planet works relationship in that way that we use measurement inside relationship, we have a world full of chaos, full of war, full of conflict all the time because nobody gets to be himself without being criticized. So mm. it's me who does it right in this moment, right now. Yeah, it's just that, nothing else. So if when I say, I hope the world will change at some point, it's bullshit, doesn't exist. I am the world and I change right now. Mm. There's no difference. There's no time in that at all. I can be this. And then the thing is, when you look at the person that's standing across of you and you have, again, your snap judgment, that person has a resistance. It's like, no, 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 that person doesn't have a resistance. The person is the person. I actually have a resistance and this person is me. So we both having a resistance. So let's go right exactly where this life wants us to be. Not tomorrow, not tomorrow. They will be different. Not when they have a better job or something, they will be different. No, right now, we are just with exactly that which is. Yeah, I get that. I'm on board with that. And, and the reason I just say the, the hope thing is because I see the others that are measuring, but maybe that's their nature. The hope is maybe they'll stop that, but I don't know if they'll do or not. Why would I, why would I have that hope? Because I know from my experience that not measuring things makes a better experience. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not forcing them. I'm not trying to reject that. But I'm just, that's why it's called hope. It's like, it's not control, it's hope. That others might discover this, what we're discovering, that measurement fucks things up. So I know a lot of people, they, they keep, and I just, it's them. That's, that's why I hope, maybe, I hope they stop doing that. <laughs> well, why, well, why? Like they always why ask me. You, why do you hope that? Hmm? Why do because you I hope? see, because I see, because I see that's what's fucking up the relationships of many people is measuring things. But, but see, when I, when I bring hope in the whole occasion, there's something inside me that is hoping. And that aspect of me that is hoping has a certain goal implied. No, that's, that's a, I would differentiate it from expectation, expecting. It's a different it's thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like an aspiration, like. But that's why, like, if I have an, again, if I have an expectation, yeah, in this, in this conversation, then I'm taking it in a certain di direction. And I, yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's, it's not the expectation, it's the aspiration, right? Like, um, let's say I, sp let I start drawing, right? 
But that's I, just aspire, aspire to be better at it. Otherwise, sure. yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but that's just yeah, like we can we can find lots of different words for the same thing. It's and now it's 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 for me who's gonna see like am I am I trying to change this person right now because I have a motive? Am I aware of my motive? Like for example, like I don't know, like let's say I go into a conversation with you and I'm hoping that I will gain some customers out of, out of that, okay? Like maybe someone will listen to it and like, and I, um, I wanna appear really smart uh, or I wanna be right or something like mm. that, those things come out of that. So yeah. <laughs> that, this, is my, this is my shadow, my, yeah. well, like what we call it, right? That's my shadow. Can I be with that? And then because I'm aware of it, yeah, it's not that I'm stop everything and I'm not sharing anything, but I'm like, okay, I would really love if this person gets the message that I have, but if not, like really ultimately, only you are the one who can hear the message, but then you have to take the message to your own present moment awareness. Otherwise, otherwise we are just having a verbal wank together. That's what I'm saying is the hope for people that I hope that they will get it, but yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's what I mean by hope, not expect. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, does the hope take me that is it, does it stay with the, like, like with a loose kind of like hope that like, yeah, hopefully they get it. Or does the hope prevent me subtly from actually seeing that the person wants to go a different or needs to go a different direction or that the conversation needs to go a different direction right yeah i mean in this case that but about the other case it's in a, in a larger it's a paradox it's a paradox because if if I'm totally happy with what I am, then why do I need to do stuff in the world? Right? Why do I need, why do I want to be better at anything? If I'm, yeah, this, yeah, it's interesting. Like in Facebook, a lot of people post, I'm, you're already perfect. And then, okay. But I still wanna, I still wanna uh, walk, be healthier. Is that bad to be healthier? Is it, or do I just, you know what I mean? Is that, to me, it's paradoxical. I accept myself, but at the same time, I also do stuff to better myself. Because, not because I conform to an outside thing. It's just because I want it, I like it, you know what I mean? Why should I stop doing that? I don't know. Like, I still want to read a lot of books because I yeah, like no, it. No. I, I, I see what you mean. And this is, yeah. this, is the, this is the funny spot that I get, uh, that I see, that I experience a lot, okay? Mm. When I talk about this with people, that, that it's like, get to this spot and it's like, yeah, but I don't want to, like, I like, I like certain things about this. I don't want to stop because we think that if we, if we stop 
the aspect of like if we stop this desiring if we let go of time yeah let's say like this this is i think the right way to find it if we let go of time and if we let go of distance or space of me and them or this the thing that i desire is over there right there's a distance ah. in it yeah and that's that's part of that concept that's part of my conditioning is thinking that what i desire is something out there it's this car this beautiful car because there's is a lack of understanding in that because i think it's not about the really the car it's like it's there's nothing wrong with having a car or anything like this i'm not a like non-materialist buddhist or any kind of like that <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying is the main aspect about that beautiful car is the persona i have projected into it yeah yeah, yeah. when i have that car and then that projection creates a separation and time between who i am right now and who i would like to be in order to have this car yeah mm. and that separation that distance that time that kind of gets me into this mode of achieving and all of that yeah what i'm what I'm, I'm not saying you give up all your desires you give up this persona no what i'm saying is you actually are that persona when you remove the concept of time and you let go of it because you see that all that time is is my past being projected into my future there's a whole different kind of living mm. Mm. it's not with it's not a living without like like don't get me wrong like i am i'm having a blast <laughs> yeah. I, i love it and but the thing is i I experience very, very little time in my life these days. Mm, 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 mm. I see what I see. Uh, and a I desire think I... always, it's a desire when a desire comes up. Yeah, when you're Then... like, there's a, before desire turns into this thing that is distant, desire is merely perception. It's like, yeah. you perceive something and a quality yeah like let's say you perceive a quality of like i mean sex is such a great example for this let's say you are you are like like your body gets turned on right can you stay with the turn on and not turn the turn on into i don't have a woman i don't have this and i don't have because then you just go out right and you are living in this state of turn on and that brings about play and this play brings the right playmates into your life automatically yeah. you have to project it into the future it's like because you're already also happy with just the turn on once you're there you're just like i can sit on my couch and i'm the most freaking sexy and on like, man <laughs> being there is like there's on the planet yeah that's just getting would be I just so as you were saying that I'm just 
characterizing time as yeah. our projection of what's not time is projecting a state that's not in the present maybe that's what time is no but Project it is in the no it's projecting it's it projecting in the present and not because there's nothing else but the present but it's it's i perceive the state i get a glimpse of it yeah so you project something yeah, last, that's not that's not here last, yeah last week i was last week i went to augsburg with my wife okay and the center of augsburg is this really cute and beautiful old old german town that hasn't been destroyed by war okay what's the name augsburg augsburg and and I'm just like parking the car and I'm driving through it and the sun's shining. And then I'm like, then like, this is so beautiful. And then the next thing I notice is my mind saying, we could live here. <laughs> we could move here. And the minute that thought comes in, I have separated myself from having it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and immediately what comes up with it is like, oh, this is gonna be hard. How am I gonna solve this problem? This is gonna be tricky. Oh, I gotta move all my furniture and like my friends and like, is it gonna be good? You know, like, and then all the shit comes in with it. And then immediately I catch it and I'm like, hey, I just projected a, uh, just projected time yeah, into yeah. the feeling, made myself separate. And then immediately I'm able to let go. And then what happens is, I land back in the experience and I'm just like, ah, you know, and then you, you are the city, you walk there and you just like, you take it, you take the whole experience in right now, in that moment. Yeah. There's no more separation between me and the thing. And then usually what happens anyway, after about an hour, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of, um, Milan Kundera wrote this novel called Life is Elsewhere. I think that's what's happening most of the time. Life is Elsewhere. Or like in, like in, in a pub, like it says free beer tomorrow. <laughs> so there's never, never free beer because it's always tomorrow. <laughs> Where's the beer? No, tomorrow. And then you go there. <laughs> Yeah, but then you see, this is this is what I mean. This is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, you, you die, the death is you, the death, like a really great kind of death is if you die towards the idea of time. Mm. To all your ideas of time, yeah, and that includes all your past too. Yeah, it has to because otherwise the past always projects itself into the future. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have lived once very beautifully. I have to live again once very beautifully. It doesn't mean you will never live beautifully. It just means you stop the projection of the past into the future. And then you are just whatever, whatever life whatever is there. <laughs> yeah. Fully. yeah, yeah. And then what real death is, yeah, the, the death, the ending of this physical it's just a form. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what is, yeah, I have no This form will end, but whatever happens. What will happen after? I don't know. Maybe something, maybe nothing. But, you know, like, if I live fully, I like, this is my desire. This is my desire for the end of my life, okay? 
at the end of my physical form is I want to lay on my deathbed and I want to feel like, oh man, this was so great and it's still so great. And I like, I am excited about ending this form yeah. and I die. So like, I want to like watch myself like this form end, you know, like, mm. I wanna, like just like I go to bed and like after like a full day you lay down and you're just enjoying in bed the same way I want to lay on my deathbed yeah yeah it's it's another experience in a way yeah it's another it's gonna awesome experience it's gonna be the best psychedelic trip I've ever taken yeah it's like uh, what Nicole says all practices for a phase transition this is the ultimate phase transition <laughs> I'm turning into gas <laughs> or whatever liquid <laughs> how, how soon how soon can I be it's always easy in the face transition have you ever noticed this when you are in the face transition first there's fear and then the more you come back into a conceptualized state knowing what you are the less fear is and suddenly you're like oh it wasn't that bad yeah I think I think a major skill is to let go of the fear in the first place and just be like, I don't know what I am. Take me. Yeah. It's like, um, have you read the, the June novel? Yeah, this June, uh, June D-U-N-E. It's like a no. sci-fi. This, uh, I know that one actually, but I haven't read it. Yeah, there's the Bene Gesserit, the, the priestesses. They have this litany against fear. Oh, okay. I, I would not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear brings the obliteration. I will let the fear pass through me, and when I look back, only I will remain. I'll send you that. It's really good. And someone You're made it. Terrible. No, it's not. That's not perfect. It's just the concept. But I send you. Um, and then this DJ created music out of it. This the the litany. It's really good. I send you the link later. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> But I think, yeah, you're, you're right. It's not that you, so the Ben and Jesse training is not, not that there's no fear, but you let the fear pass through you. And then when it passes, all that's remaining is you, the consciousness. <laughs> it just passes through you, yeah. You let it pass through you. Because it's yeah. a mind killer. It will kill, yeah, it will kill the, yeah, I mean, it's the awareness of what's, what's is, yeah, yeah. And I think ultimately, like, then what, what I experience is, like, fear is more, like, when you don't let the fear blossom into further thought, but you just let it, then it's actually, like, like, I experience then fear more like, uh, like, subtle convulsions in my body. And they actually yeah. quite they yeah. nice. If there was nothing, there was nothing, then the, like, an orgasm is actually that, you know? Yeah, I like that. Like that happens to me a lot when I'm walking at night, and I will hear a noise, and I think it's a snake, and then I just, and then I look at it. Oh, it's not a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like like that snake. And then it happened to me that it was a real snake. I was with with this woman. We were on the on a stone, overlooking a valley, and we were just touching each other. And because I was so engrossed in her, I didn't realize the snake was just like right near me, and it's a snake, and then. Just like slow motion, it's like, oh, snake. And then the snake and I look at each other. But then, what should I do? It's really near me. And then I stood up 
and then when it's when it saw that I was much bigger than it, they just wanted to run away. <laughs> but it was so weird. Wow. Wow. <laughs> then then we, and then we googled it. Uh, that snake wasn't poisonous, and they don't really bite unless you step on them. So it's like ah, so it was an interesting moment. The of us was just like snake, and, then, and I just go. Doo -doo -doo -doo. <laughs> Beautiful. It has a luminous green that it looks like an alien green. It's like, what the hell? But suddenly it's like, <laughs> and really, it's a tree snake that so really glides like it's amazing. I think I know which ones you mean. Hmm? I think I know which ones you mean. I mean, you guys have a lot of different kinds of animals where you live. Yeah, uh, apparently a lot of them are poisonous. That's why I will always have to be wary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although so far, I've done a lot of bushwalks. I haven't really been stung by anything. <laughs> okay. Mm. I don't even know how long we were going. Almost and two hours. Really? Mm. See, time doesn't exist, man. <laughs> it didn't feel like two hours. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Maybe we could end this one and we could always do more, more of this. Yeah, I think so. I think for today is good. Yeah. And maybe I'll just, yeah, maybe I'll post a full unedited one and then I'll edit later. Because otherwise, I don't get up, I, I don't get to put it up if I wait for me to edit it. <laughs> I think this one is a, I think this one might be more, uh, a complete cycle. Yeah, because it, yeah, it doesn't really make sense to chop it up because we went through a journey kind of without, yeah. inten without intending it, it became a journey. <laughs> well, you don't plan these things. Yeah, that's, that's why I like it. And then some people ask me, why do I do it? I just like doing it. There's no purpose to why I do it. <laughs> I have these, I have uh, twice a week, I have uh, um, I have a group, it's basically, it's on Meetup, you know, and um, I just, for a while it was called a place to talk, you know, and just like random people would just come, and I always have like a little bubble where like I put in a, um, a topic suggestion, like, uh, I, at the moment now I've, I've actually labeled it a fixed name now, it's called Living Without Fear, and ah. um, that's good. Then people just come and we just, we, we talk about it. Like often they bring me like um, very specific, very specific things that are going on for them. And, um, and then we just go into it and like, it's my intention to like, to educate people on that structure, you know, that I, that I feel I like I'm seeing just for like, them to see it themselves. I don't want to fix an individual fear. I don't see. I don't see much purpose in that. I want them to understand it themselves and then be free of it completely. Yeah, I think I'll be. I'll be digesting this for a while. I'll experiment with what is it like to live without time. I'm interesting. I'll, I'll report on my experience, but I never without saw it that the, way. Without the concept of time. Yeah, without the concept. Without. Not without there's a bus coming at 3.30. That, that, that's silly. Like, that that's, just, that's, that's just the useful stuff. But I mean the... the yeah. What would you the call projection. It? Of the, 
yeah, observe it. Observe it. That's the most, that's the most powerful thing you can do. And then please feel free to share with me because I love continuing these things. With that, the conceptual box of time inside my consciousness, something like that. Uh, well, if any, anything, any thought, any thought that has Box, any fixity or I don't know any thought that is projected into tomorrow later or the past is is, is sort of like it sort of like gives birth to this realm of fear of pressure anxieties all that yeah yeah I'll experiment because it's the only way for me to really understand something is to actually it's do not it for, about do, just, do, do it for a while yeah it's not about suppressing it either. It's like, it's just yeah. becoming a Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm already experimenting with the no mind thing. It's not, it's just, it's not even, a, it's not even a practice. It's just, just a way of being kind of, sometimes when you say practice, you get, it's yogurt, and then you get, you get to this. <laughs> it's mindfulness, and, and then you get trapped in the same thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you too. Thanks so much for holding the space for these calls. Yeah, let's do another one soon. Yeah, cool. I'm up for it. Yeah. All right. Ciao. Have a good day. You too. Uh, have a good day, the rest of your day, and I'll go to sleep. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.